Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Beck QL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set for Super Bowl 56. A great list of guests today. And uh, Adam Chernoff is up next with us here, senior strategist for covers. 14 years of NFL bookmaking and betting along the way. And he joins us right now on the Roman Guest Line to talk through Bowl 56. Adam, welcome to the show as we look forward to the game here. Let's start with this. We'll get to the, you know, the, the game itself and which side you like. But there's a lot of props out there, Adam. What's the one that's standing out to you? You probably have one that you kind of have had your eye on for a couple of weeks. So you just think there's some value there or just most interesting. Give us a prop that you really like as we look forward to Super Bowl 56. Good morning. Um, let's start Cam Akers. And you can take it a couple different ways. You can go rush yards over at 63 and a half, or you can go win the MVP at 35 to one. And I think one, uh, if he goes over, it sort of increases the chance of what we see from the other long shot, 35 to one. You don't expect it to hit, but a couple of reasons why I'm generally bullish on Akers within this game. First of all, McVay's made it clear that he's the guy. He had the fumble issues. He still went back to him. Almost 60 carries in the playoffs so far for Akers. They're not going away from Cam Akers at the running back spot. Two, the way that the Bengals play defense, a lot of three safety looks, but a lot of seven or eight guys dropping in the coverage. If you think about what Cincinnati is going to do to defend the Rams trio of wide receivers, they're going to have to drop guys back. McVay has shown that he really has an emphasis on running the football in general, if the Bengals are giving this Rams offense that look consistently throughout the game, they're going to find success running and they're going to go to the run. So Akers is going to get touches that will correlate to yardage against a very soft defense. Third reason, I think this number suppressed a little bit because of the strength of competition Akers has faced since he returned in 18. He faced the 49ers twice. He faced the the Cardinals once, and then he faced the Buccaneers. Those three teams in those four games, for the regular season and playoffs combined, all top five run defenses. Cincinnati, huge step down in competition. They ranked 24th overall defending the run, but on early downs, dead last in the NFL on first or second down defending the run. So you get the play calling that supports Akers. You get the defensive matchup that supports him 
having success and you get a number that's cheaper than usual because of who he's faced so far in the playoffs since he returned. It's a big step down in competition. I think it's a big day for Akers. I like his over, and you can go and add on some MVP to that if you like as well. Very good. We've seen strong opinions on both sides of that Acres prop uh, throughout Uh-oh. the week, but you're gonna you're gonna get that you're gonna get that over two weeks when everybody has an opinion on every single prop bet. And uh, speaking of that, we'll hear all sorts of uh, reports, Adam, about how more money has been bet on this Super Bowl than any other before, and we have hundreds and hundreds of props available for someone that has done this so long at a very high level. Are the with so much more sports betting going on do we have more opportunities or have many of those really dried up it's yes and no so there's more opportunities because there's more sports books there's more props there's more competition within the market which means you're going to get a bigger difference in prices and we've seen some crazy splits on the same prop offered at different sports books. And we have a tool on covers that lets you compare everything and see all the books in the regulated states to find the best price. Mm -hmm. The problem is that because there's more people betting, there's obviously more eyes on these props. There's more eyes on these comparison tools. And there's a, a quicker adjustment to these props because people are picking them off so quickly and they're moving into place. So more opportunity, absolutely. More sports books, no question. But the same time more betters and we're kind of getting smarter as a general betting audience that a lot of these misprices are correcting themselves pretty quick you mentioned cam acres who else do you like or what other prop do you like what's next for us so i'm gonna have just a slew of unders that i'll be betting on sunday the day of the game we're waiting sort of to see how high these numbers go and it'll be just a lot of skill position players other but i'll give you a couple more sort of game prop ones that I think were providing some value earlier on and still you can find them. So Johnny Hecker, longest punt over 51 and a half yards. I think that one's really good. Uh, it's an environment that Hecker knows well, obviously punting indoors at the stadium throughout the course of the season. Um, but it's also a, a number that based on the Rams projected to punt about four times in the game is actually quite low relative to how great of a punter Hecker is. So if he does get to four punts, pretty high probability we're going to get one of these that goes over. So this is a price that should be a little bit closer to minus 160, and it's at like minus 110. So Hecker over 51 and a half yards. I also like total sacks over five and a half. Um, mm-hmm. An interesting price that's sitting there at plus money. And you can also find an alternate seven sacks or more at plus 220, which is a nice number. And I'm actually not going to sort of harp on the Rams defensive line and the success they may have against the Bengals because it's been talked about so much. To me, the really valuable spot within this bet is actually the Bengals' individual pass rushers, Hendrickson and Hubbard specifically. The Bengals as a team, they don't have terrific pass rushing numbers as a whole. But those two individuals among the top two sack getters in the regular season and in the playoffs, we've seen them have a ton of success too, uh, combining for more than five sacks so far. So I think they're actually going to be able to get to an immobile Stafford in the pocket a couple times and make up their share of the sack total. So I like that over five and a half. And then one more I'll throw out that's interesting when we're talking about the movement and how books are adjusting. So the opening kickoff not to be a touchback. 
opened at plus 150. And this was a prop that a year ago, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, you could get it at plus 230. So we're seeing sort of the trend come down for betting the opening kickoff not to be a touchback. And there was another prominent show, Pat McAfee, who we all know. (laughs) um, He broke the news about the opening football being a commemorative ball that the kickers don't get to use. And that's really sort of circulated. The interesting thing about this number now is when you're just looking at sort of a projected probability for these two kickers, these two teams, and you consider the indoor environment, the yes for the touchback should be priced right around 62%, which means that the yes for this prop should be like north of 165. And we've seen this number flip at some sports books where the no is now about minus 115, which is as low as we've ever seen it in Super Bowl history for the no. And it's as good of a price as we've ever seen on the yes. So I bet the no very earlier in the week. But now at this point, I think people would be a little bit crazy to pass up the price that the opening kickoff will be a touchback. That yes is becoming more and more valuable each day. Adam, which side of the game do you like? This number's bounced around four, four and a half. Are you on the Rams side as the favorite? Or do you see the value in the underdog Bengals? I haven't put a dollar on the side or total. Um, The number's exactly where I made it. And quite honestly, I was a little bit disappointed that these numbers opened where they did because in any other matchup, I would have had a bet on a side, but it just fell rams Bengals, so that's unfortunate. Same thing as the total, too. Um, Haven't bet that either. What I will say is that the money line on the Super Bowl favorite year after year on the day of the game usually is the best bet to make, oddly enough, because people come in and there's so many people betting the Super Bowl. If you like the dog, you're taking the money line. If you like the favorite, you're laying the points. And that usually means that relative to where the point spread is, the money line presents a lot of value. It's usually too low. So there's a chance that I'll probably have some interest on the Rams on the money line if it gets to like the minus 170 range. We'll see if it gets that low. But um, haven't played the side or total. But another way to consider maybe playing it if you're kind of in the same boat, maybe take a look at the LA Rams to have the most first downs in the game. You can get that at minus 155. When you look at the correlation of a team winning a game, and a team having more first downs than the opponent, uh, very tight correlation between those two things. So that's another prop that, again, is kind of mispriced relative to what we're seeing on the money line and the point spread right now. With Adam Chernoff on BetQL Daily, Adam, uh, for covers throughout the last couple of weeks, pumping out great content, other smart guests coming on your YouTube show. What is something, maybe a couple of things that have really stood out that some of your guests have talked about in regards to betting this Super Bowl that uh, really had you thinking, maybe put you on something that you weren't thinking about before? Stands out is how hard it is to do a daily show. I don't know how you guys are handling this. <laughs> Welcome. This is, my goodness. You're going for a lot longer than I am too. Um, I had John Sheeran, who's the director at FanDuel, on Tuesday on the show. and He's been joining us every week, and we were chatting back and forth. What I found interesting was – Not so much the volume that he was talking about, but he mentioned how because in part of the sportsbook offering props at a very like wide variety of margin on a weekly basis during the regular season, they're actually becoming more and more confident in their prices than they have before. 
And so when you look at FanDuel relative to just a handful of other books in the regulated market, their prices have moved a lot less. And he was basically saying that you have a guy like Cooper Cup who's getting 15 to 1 of the money and just like an obnoxious amount of tickets because everybody wants to bet his overs. And they haven't moved it that much because they're like, look, this is a number that we believe in. This is a number we trust. We know who's making it. We're willing to take on that risk because it's such a massive event that if people want to bet the over, we're not just going to be blindly moving the line every time that they bet it because we're happy to take on a little bit of risk and trust in our numbers. And so it's kind of that age-old debate with embedding where bettors are like, well, this isn't moving. This has got to be a trap. Like the sports book knows something that's got to be a fix, whatever. And it's like, no, these guys just have got really good at setting numbers and they're doing it every week during the regular season. This isn't a one-off thing with the Super Bowl anymore. They're confident in their prices and they're willing to take bets on these numbers. And so it's kind of an evolution that we're seeing with the regulated space continuing to expand where this used to be a spot where you would get a lot of soft numbers and you could pick things off. Not really the case anymore because of how much data there is behind these numbers and how they're being shaped through the regular season. So it's an interesting, slow change within the industry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That is very interesting. You were talking about earlier that you might wait till Sunday and hit a lot of unders. What areas might you be looking? So really tempted with cup unders. Um, he's in like the mid hundreds now. We'll see. I'm ambitious. I'm hoping that there's going to be a 110 somewhere. I'd be happy to take that under. I would do the same with his reception total at eight and a half. I'm dreaming, but maybe there's a nine that shows up somewhere just because of how many people are going to be betting it. Um, so I would love if those numbers come around. And same thing with o OBJ. Like he's low 60s now. If that creeps up back towards 70, I think that's really interesting. Um, and then the same for Jamar Chase as well. We'll see what his number gets to. But if it trends much higher than the high 70s, that's going to be a bet I really like under. And I would say the same thing about Joe Mixon, too, on his rushing total specifically. Um, just because I think the Rams lead, it's going to take carries away from Mixon. And this Rams defensive front, not great at the second level in terms of linebackers stopping the run, but at that defensive line, they're pretty good at containing big plays from running backs. So if Taylor gets away from the run and has to throw a little bit more, Mixon's rushing totals, as well as his receiving totals too, are going to be too high. So that's another guy that I'll have circled. My guess is of the four, I'll probably have the most on Mixon unders. Um, mm -hmm. And then I would have the least on cup unders. But I would like to have something uh, on Mixon and Chase uh, when it comes to Sunday. Adam, game script wise, uh, what, what are you thinking here? Is this a slow start? I mean, a lot of the Super Bowls in recent years have been slower starts. Uh, you could get the first quarter, uh, depending on where you look. I think FanDuel had it at plus 210, first quarter as the lowest scoring quarter. Do you see that kind of Super Bowl playing out where they kind of feel each other out early? It's more field goals and touchdowns, and then we get going with points? I think so. Um, when I look at what the Rams do defensively against Burrow, obviously with the pressure, but 
um, really good in the second level, and they can play a style of defense that doesn't necessarily need to blitz Burrow, which is where Burrow's been really, really good and really, really effective downfield. So if they can slow that down, when we see Taylor a little bit tighter, like we've seen him in past games where he gets really sort of run antsy on first down, I think that's going to naturally lead to a slower start for the Bengals offensively. And then on the other side, like I was saying, why I like the Acres prop is the Bengals, they're, I'm really expecting them to come out and do what they've done for most of the season, and that is sit very soft and force Stafford to throw into zone coverage where he's been significantly worse than if he's facing man. And the Bengals just don't blitz either. Uh, 15% blitz rate in the playoffs. Stafford, very good against the blitz. Not so great when he has to throw into seven or eight-man coverage. And so I think the Bengals, what they want to do kind of gives the Rams offense a little bit of fits and forces them to run, but also be a little bit more patient, which is something we haven't really seen the Rams do well. So I do think that there's probably a natural sort of figuring out period or just a couple successful drives, but ones that take a little bit longer than we're used to. And we see this game get into the second quarter with just a couple of possessions each side. And then all of a sudden we're looking at kind of a lower scoring game going into half just because of the possessions. So um, that's Great. what I'm, I'm seeing there. Great stuff. Adam Chernoff on the Roman Guest Line. Free online evaluation, ongoing care for, e for ED, all from the comfort of prize of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash We'll hit on the NFL Awards show tonight. That's next right here on the Beck UL Network.